Doctor Who Pod Shop. Okay, well, let's do it. Now, I you know, whatever it is, if it's valuable, send it to us. <laughs> For the best in all things Doctor Who, it's Doctor Who Podshock, the podcast all about Doctor Who, the longest-running science fiction television program with Louis Trapani. Hello. Ken Deep. Hello. James Norton. Hello. News. Fabulous. Reviews. Oh, no. And fan mail for James. Uh, 40,000. Doctor Who Podshock from the Gallifreyan Embassy and Outpost Gallifrey. You know, that guy James was really cool. No, oh, yeah, we blew that. <laughs> I'm the Doctor, and who are you? Who are you? Outpost Gallifrey presents Doctor Who Podshock, episode 102. This is a special Doctor Who Podshock. This is a pre-show for Gallifrey 19. And uh, this is Louis Trapani, and in the studio with me is um, Mr. Ken Deep, way off in the background. Give a holler, oh, I'm Ken. I'm here, I'm here. Oh, all right, no, okay, he was in the background, now he's in the foreground. Ken? <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, also with us is James Norton across the pond. Hello, James. Hello, guys. Hi. Good to have you back on the show, as always, James. Good to be back. And... Um, also with us is um, Mike Durin. Hello, Mike. Hey, guys. Uh, looking forward to Gallifrey just uh, less than two weeks away now. Yes, it's hard to believe. You know, it's, we've been leading up to this and it's been always like like months in advance, you know, thinking about it as if it was months in, away. And here we are literally days away. And uh, it's, um, it's a pretty exciting time for us. It's our um, I know, Mike, you've been there several times, but for Ken and myself, this is our first um Journey to Gallifrey, the, the annual Gallifrey conventions in L.A. And uh, we were hoping to have, we had scheduled Sean Lyon, who's been, um, I, I believe, the founder of the convention and the organizer over the past 19 years. So uh, unfortunately, there's a technical problems, um, power outage that he's experiencing right now, which makes him unable to be here with us as we record this show. So, but maybe hopefully he can hop on the bandwagon as and, and when power is restored, I suppose. Yeah, and if if, if it's um, possible scheduling-wise, maybe we can um, record something with him, uh, you know, later on when he's, um, you know, restored. So <laughs> When he's regenerated. <laughs> yes. he's, he's the main man when it comes to Gallifrey. Yeah, yeah, so we were really hoping to really get his uh, experiences and, and, and thoughts and uh, the, the history of the convention and what to look for. And um, So I know you've been there for, you've been there since, I think, 2001, every, going every year. And, and since this is now 2008, that makes it like um, this will be your eighth time being there. So maybe you right. um, will be able to shed some light on us on what to expect and what to check out. We're hoping... This podcast we're going to rush out as well so that uh, other potential people, you know, listeners that are contemplating going or are going will have uh, some idea what to look for and what to be aware of and um, what to expect at Gallifrey. And even if you're not going this year, uh, possibly this will give you some insight for making plans for next year. Well, I, I'll do my best to... Uh... Uh, share my experiences from the last, uh, as, I, as you said, seven years. This will be my eighth. It's uh, it's that good. I can't miss since since the first time I went. I haven't missed one. Very good. So um, it's February. It's uh, February fifteenth to the seventeenth at the Los Angeles Airport Marriott Hotel. 
and um, they have a, 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 as always, they have a slew of guests that are scheduled to be there this year. Confirmed guests um, include Sylvester McCoy, as we know, the Seventh Doctor, uh, Sophie Aldred, who played the Seventh Doctor companion, Ace, in, um, during that era, uh, as well as uh, Daphne Ashbrook, who played uh, Grace Holloway in the Paul McGann um, TV movie. Um, Andrew Cartmel, uh, Seventh Doctor script editor. Uh, Lisa Bowerman, or Bowerman, who plays uh, Betty Summerfield. And I think that's uh, a big Finnish um, uh, character. That's yep, right. and a Paul Cornell creation. Yes, and speaking of Paul Cornell, Paul Cornell himself will be there. And you'd be familiar with Paul Cornell from uh, being a Doctor Who writer as well as. Um, the discontinuity uh, guide. We've interviewed him in the past. He's um, looking forward to meeting him in person. Actually, yes, yes, he's a great guy. Yeah, Paul's Paul's a, a fixture at Gallifrey. He's he's been <laughs> there every year for a lot longer than me. <laughs> Along with Paul, other writers include Stephen Moffat and uh, Bob Sherman and um, James Moran, uh, Moran, I believe. Yeah. His um, portrait episode "Sleeper" was just uh, this past week. Yeah, that was just just broadcast recently, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was uh, as we record this. It was last week's episode. Uh, Mark Ayers, who we've interviewed, sound designer and composer, will be there. Uh, Steve Roberts from the Doctor Who restoration team. Uh, Derek Riddle from Blake Seven and uh, Tooth and Claw. Blake Garrett Seven, Russell. the uh, audios. Oh, um. The Blake 7 so audio, audio is the new okay. one. Uh, Gary Russell, as we know, Gary Russell's now, um, isn't he running Big Finish now? Isn't... No, no, uh, Gary Gary left Big Gary, Finish. Yeah, he left Big Finish, I'm sorry. Yeah, and he works uh, He works in Cardiff in the, in the Doctor Who production office. Um, yeah, because isn't he writing the Doctor Who encyclopedia and, and other things right now? That's right, and, and the comic, and he's involved with licensing and, and that sort of thing. Okay, cool. And then we have um, Sean Gallagher um, from New Earth. Um, Moya Bra- uh, Brady, Love and Monsters. Yeah, that, that's Bridget. She was Bridget in Love and Monsters. Okay. Uh, who else do we have? We have, um, I'm sure I, I skipped a few. Uh, Jason Hay Ellery from Big Finish Productions. Uh, Stephen Gould. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm slaughtering these people's names. I do apologize. Uh, Guerriera. Uh, Simon Guerriera. He, Simon. Uh, yeah, he, he, he runs the, the, the Benny Summerfield uh, product range for Big Finish. Mm-hmm. Kind of audios and books. Uh, I mean, Benner, Benny Summerfield, since uh, Paul Cornell created the character back in uh, wow, 1992, I think, in the books, has developed uh, you know, her own fan following, her own, you know, her own mailing lists, websites. It's uh, a character that's had quite a lot of staying power mm-hmm. and uh, quite, a, uh, quite a dedicated fan base. Oh, good stuff, good stuff. And um, Andrew Lane, uh, Torchwood's Slow Decay. I, I, is that an upcoming episode or is that a book? No, that's that's one of the books. And uh, I mean, Andy Lane will be well known to anybody who followed the, uh, especially the Virgin, but also the BBC books 
Doctor Who book lines, uh, and that he was a, a mainstay at Virgin uh, back in the 1990s uh, in writing uh, uh, writing for the the New Adventures line. Well, there's a whole list of other guests, and we just kind of urge everyone to go to gallifrey1.com slash gallifrey.php. We'll get you to, um, we'll just go to gallifrey.com and click on the 19th century um, of Gallifrey One, and that will bring you to the page, and we'll give you a complete uh, rundown of uh, guests that are invited. And, of course, as always with, with any convention, um, professional commitments may um you know, override their ability to appear at a, convent, at a convention such as this. But uh, to my knowledge, uh, I think all of these are still, all these guests are still on board. So it's um, by the time you listen to this, it's probably just a little bit more than a week away. So I'm sure mm -hmm. um, you will be able to, um, you know, take advantage of these guests that are there. And there's always, uh, there's usually a, a turnout of uh, some local, uh, on that list, or maybe even not on the list, local writers. Uh, I'm not sure if they're having any local actors. Actually, no, I, I do believe they are having some local actors this year as well who come out and, and maybe do some panels or sign, sign some autographs in the dealer's room and such. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, uh, there's always, uh, always some surprises. Uh, you, usually from that final list, there'll be a few faces that uh, you weren't expecting to see. Yeah. Uh... You know, everyone from like Bob May, who's from Lost in Space, I believe he played the robot, wasn't he? That's right. Um, so yeah, ch check it out. There's um, lots of guests there, and it, it, um, there's also a, a tentative schedule posted as well. You can kind of plan your day and um, see the various different uh, programming tracks that are available, and um, you know, get an idea of what's going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think you can still buy tickets. Um, yes, you yes. can. I, th I, th I think. Go on, sorry, Mike. That's okay. I, I believe the cutoff is 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 coming just on uh, February fifth, a couple of days after we're recording this, uh, to purchase in advance. But of course, you can always purchase at the door. Mm -hmm. um, mm. uh, the uh, at the at the door uh, fee, which I believe is uh, it's sixty five dollars US at the door for the full weekend uh, adult admission. Uh, Thirty-five dollars for ages uh, twelve and sixteen, twelve to sixteen, <laughs> and as um, and they have daily rates: forty dollars for Saturday and uh, thirty-five dollars for Friday or Sunday. Mm. It's a, uh, it's it's good value. You see what some conventions uh, uh, cost you. Uh, it, it's pretty good value as uh, as convention prices go. Oh, absolutely! Uh, Especially <laughs> as many some. guests that they have. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, yeah. If you're flying in, there's, it's at the Marriott Hotel. To my knowledge, there's probably still rooms available. You can reserve online. You can use a special code, G-A-L-G-A-L-A, -A -A, basically Gal Gala, will uh, give you a uh, discount, and that would be $115 for, um, for a room. So you still have time if you haven't um, booked, a, booked a room there, if you're coming from elsewhere. Yeah, actually, I believe that they they may be close to running out of rooms on some of the nights. Uh, so certainly, uh, uh, you may not you could if you can't get a room if you can't get a, you may not be able to get a room at the convention rate. But it's my understanding that there are still rooms in the hotel, just that they may have filled the the block of rooms uh, applicable for the discount. Uh, but that that changes day to day, of course, with cancellations and and you know people people maybe aren't able to go or people who. Uh, uh, who had to give up the room for some other reason. 
All right, so um, we're going to kind of um, <laughs> we're going to uh, pick your brains here, Mike. So now um, kind of fill us in. So we're we're going to Gallifrey and there's an opening ceremony type of thing where everyone's sort of um, welcomed and maybe introduced or um, how does the how does the day unfold on Friday? Well. There is an opening ceremony, but unlike maybe what you might be used to at some conventions, the opening ceremony isn't until uh, later in the day on the first day. Um, so what will happen is registration will open at, at 10 o'clock in the morning uh, for the convention. And you know, usually it's a, it's a pretty relaxed affair at Gallifrey because it starts Friday morning. Um, you have, uh, you know, people sort of trickle in. I mean, I'm, I'm going in Wednesday, people get in Thursday, people get in Friday. Uh, it's all very relaxed, uh, and then uh, they open up uh, the video room and the dealer's room, and then the programming gets off. Um, what I actually do every year is, I it sounds a bit geeky, but I print out the tentative schedule off the website, because usually right before the convention, it's it's pretty accurate. Yeah. And, and I go through it with my highlighter before I get, <laughs> before I get on the plane. Just yeah, that's so, a good, that's, uh, I think that's a good suggestion. Just just so I know, uh, you know, know what panels I'm doing or... I know what I want to see. I mean, it, it's uh, there really are, you know, at any given time, there are at least three things going on. So it is easy to get get caught up in one place and, and forget uh, that, oh, you know, I've got to rush to uh, you know, another part of the hotel for something else. Uh, and I think on the, once you get into the Saturday and Sunday, there could be four things going on, plus autographs and a photo session and yeah, all sorts of different things happening. And And that first day of the convention, uh, starting from uh, from noon on, uh, there there are there are the the panels. Uh, they, they tend to be mostly the uh, the fan panels. Uh, and although I, although I say fan panels, a fan panel at Gallifrey that is the the panels that aren't on the main stage could have Paul Cornell or Rob Shearman or or somebody like that on the panel in one of the smaller rooms. Um, Although, you know, taking a look uh, at, the, at the schedule for this year, I do see, in fact, that they're going to have guests on the main stage right through Friday afternoon. So if you were concerned about getting there, you know, is it worth coming uh, for Friday? Uh, when I'm looking at the schedule, I'm seeing, uh, you know, Andrew Cartmel, Sylvester McCoy, Sophie Aldred all appearing on the main stage on Friday afternoon. So de definitely worth planning ahead uh, for when you're going to arrive and what you might want to see. Yeah, because you you know you travel all that way and you you go that distance and you want to make sure you don't miss someone that you were you know hoping to see and sometimes because of their schedules and, and commitments they might only be appearing on a certain day and you might be assuming they may be there all three days when that may not be the case so it's it's really wise to plan ahead. Yeah, I will say that the the headline guests, uh, Sylvester McCoy, Sophie Aldred, they're there all weekend and they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be doing a lot of panels. Uh, but some of the some of the guests aren't there all weekend. Some are Saturday only. Uh, I'm not sure if there's anybody Sunday only. But sir, I know that uh, Daphne Ashbrook is Saturday only, and and as well as Derek Rydell. So you know, you'll want to you don't want to miss them because that may be the only time they appear. Mm -hmm. And 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 I don't know. I, it's almost tough to stress how just how much there might be going on at any one time. And it may, I think it's actually the sign of a good convention if you go home and you're a little upset that you had to miss one thing because you're at something else, because it means there's always something to do. And, uh, Mike, how is the hotel itself? How is it laid out? Is it um, are, are the rooms accessible? Or is there the, is the dealer's room and the um, 
where and then the, the rooms where many of the panels and and, and um, speakers are taking place fairly uh, close by. Is it laid out well? Yeah, well, it's I'll, I'll tell you, it's it's an absolutely huge hotel. It's got nearly a thousand rooms or more than a thousand rooms somewhere around wow. there. Um, and there's there's a lot of convention space, uh, multiple restaurants and everything. So it's a huge place, giant lobby, but. All of the convention stuff is located in pretty much the same area down on the on the conference floor. Um, so you're not looking at in, in days past in the old hotel, which which was a nice hotel up in Van Nuys, you might have had a five minute walk between or uh, between different functions uh, at this new hotel. Uh, I say I say new it's it's Gallifrey's third year at the LAX Marriott. Uh, that that's not really a problem. Everything is located in that one area. The personally, uh, you know, the, the only the only traveling that that I would uh, tend to be doing is between the the convention area and the bar area, as the, the sort of <laughs> the, the two, bar area. Those those <laughs> are the two areas where you're going to find the convention people uh, congregating, uh, not necessarily all day, um, but uh, certainly at, at various times of the day. Uh, but but it's 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 nice to have everything every everything in that one part of the hotel. Uh, because it is a really big place, and I've certainly been to other conventions where, where stuff gets really spread out, and uh, and then you can't find half the things you want to want to get to. Well, we're hoping for a good turnout there, so it, the hotel should be filled with Doctor Who fans. So um, don't feel that you're isolated and um, alone there, because I'm sure that there are friends around every corner there at the hotel, yeah. and um, I'm sure you'll be making new friends as well. So. Um, it should be an interesting time, and again, we're, Ken and myself will be there. You're welcome to, um, you know, make yourselves known. We'll be more than happy, and, and of course, Mike will be there. So um, we'll be, and we'll be recording a Doctor Who Podshock episode there on Sunday at 11 a.m. You know, again, these times are tentative, but I think at this point it's pretty much set. So um, you're, everyone that's listening to the show is welcome to join us on that show. We encourage you to join us. For that live recording there at Gallifrey 19, we're pretty psyched for that. Mm. And I guess you'll be instantly recognisable because, of course, you'll probably be wearing your Podshock gear. Uh, yes. Mostly, anyway. Yeah. And, and <laughs> have you got? Have we organised um, badges and so on to to identify people? Is that is that how it typically goes down? Badges? We don't need no stinking badges. Oh, oh, convention badges. I'm sure they'll they'll, they'll be. Um, well, usually at most conventions, they're badges. I, I haven't been to Gallifrey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course, yeah, they, they have badges and uh, have, well, I think they have whatever name you want on them. It's, uh, really? When I, when I purchased my membership, it, it had a little spot for a badge name. Of course, yes, I just gave yes. them my name. But Yeah, and I, I made sure I put Podshock on it, too, so that people would, you know, uh, any, any shy listeners out there that want to, you know, give a shout-out can. I think some people do use their, their forum name uh, from Opus Gallifrey or from from you know, from the, the Gallifrey Embassy or from whichever whichever forum. Like yeah, sometimes that can make sense, can't it? Because if if people don't know them by their their given name, then um, you know people will know them from their forum name if they've if they've really got in with the community and have a um, a rapport with a lot of the members there. So it, it makes sense, I guess. Oh, it, yeah, it is it, it is funny the way you think of some people by their real name. And other people, it's tough to break away from thinking of them, thinking of them based on their their forum name. Yes, exactly. And, and you yeah. end up referring to uh, oh, this is my friend Voice of Raslan. <laughs> sort of 
you know, it's the same thing with our show, with our podcast, because we have people that appear on our show on a regular basis that will be appearing on a show using their forum name or whatever, like like Dot Skeptical. So imagine, I mean, I don't, I haven't spoken to him recently. I don't know if he's going to Gallifrey or not, but I, I can imagine, you know, order, ordering at a restaurant and say, yeah, I'll have this. And my friend here, Darth, will take, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just know people by their certain names and, or, you know, and it's going to be hard to make that transition, you know, elsewhere outside of the Doctor Who or Podshock realm to kind of refer to them as their other name <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm just mike so <laughs> just mike okay yeah just mike easy to remember <laughs> all right well um so friday as you said the opening ceremonies are later today that does does not mean that there's not any activities that take place before the opening ceremonies because right. i believe the schedule starts around 11 a.m or some or 10 a.m on on friday if i'm not mistaken i'm not that, that, that's right. That's when the registration opens, and then the the programming starts uh, at noon. So if if you end up if, if somebody hears opening ceremonies aren't until six o'clock, don't think that means there isn't six hours of stuff to happen first. Yeah, because you'll be missing stuff. So definitely, yeah. again, the best advice is to look at this tentative schedule that's posted online ahead of time, print it out, and and see what's available, what's going on, because. Um, you know, because there's programming that takes place before the opening ceremony and there might be something that you want to catch and you don't want to miss it. So um, take full advantage of that. And then, um, and then are there, is there any um, programming? I know um, sometimes uh, in other conventions that, that I've attended, they have programming like, like movies and videos that run throughout the night and uh, people can drop by and, 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 and watch it. And even though that it's not like, um, they're not panels or anything like that, but there's like programming around the clock. Is does that go on at Gallifrey? Oh, absolutely. The uh, after the opening ceremonies, there is the uh, the the Masquerade Mandragora, the, the the Gallifrey Masquerade, which uh, uh, is uh, I, some might know it better, sort of as a costume contest. Uh, I guess uh, so. It's not really a masquerade mm -hmm. ball kind of kind of thing. I've, uh, I have to say personally, I've never been to it, uh, so I, I don't know quite what it's like. Uh, but uh, so it's a, a costume uh, uh, event, and then uh, they're actually they're doing a uh, one thing Gallifrey does every year is they have game shows where they do uh, uh, replicas of game shows and a Doctor Who theme, and they've had wow. some they've done multiple times, and and uh, the one they're doing this year is uh, Paul Cornell is going to be hosting a Doctor Who version of Just a Minute, which uh, James might be familiar with. Oh yes, uh, you know BBC Radio Four all the way. Yeah, yeah from the from radio and and a few series on TV, uh, hosted by Nicholas Parsons, I think. I don't know if he hosted it on the radio. I think he hosted it on television. And yes, he did. Yes, yeah, I think on TV exclusively. Um, yeah. And and that, what that is, that's a game show where you uh, you have your you have your your panelists or your contestants. Uh, in this case, I'm sure there'll be uh, uh, you know fans or celebrities or both. And uh, you have to speak on a set topic for one minute without repetition or um or ah or anything like that. That rules me out. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> and uh, and that, that sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. And that'll take place. Uh, I think that's, that's either uh, at the end of the masquerade or in the middle, sort of before they announce the winners or something like that. Uh, mm -hmm. If that's how it works, uh, but it, it's right there on the schedule on Friday evening, 
the video room, uh, uh, the convention video room is open till after midnight uh, in the evening. And uh, there's also a Temporal Vortex Theater, which is major video presentations all evening. Uh, we're not quite, I'm not quite sure what that's going to be, but I'm sure it'll be something interesting. And mm -hmm. uh, finally, as, as, again, this is just the evening, uh, evening entertainment, uh, there is a karaoke that uh, they've been doing for about five years now, and it's, it's pretty popular. And, I can imagine. Uh, get up, make a tit out of yourself, and uh, get drunk, basically. Karaoke is always fun. It's on the Friday, so it's a way to get to know people. Yeah. And that, that goes really late. I mean, I think I've seen that go till 2 in the morning, if not 3 in the morning. Uh, so <laughs> not surprised. For, it goes despite for hours. The, <laughs> despite the fact that uh, I guess the, the, the programming will resume the next day sort of at, at 9 or, or 10 a.m. In, in fact, I just thinking off the top of my head, don't they have some form of tai chi or something the next day to, yeah. maybe that's to kind of wake you up or make you feel refreshed after the karaoke the night before <laughs> that's right 9 a.m tai chi right uh, i have to admit i've never made it to 9 a.m tai chi um, <laughs> i'm not sure i've made it to 9 a.m anything unless i had a panel that i was on at nine o'clock in the morning yeah 10 o'clock is more more like it, I guess. So. That, that, that's right. By 10 o'clock the next morning, it's in full swing with uh, multiple tracks of programming going again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I mean, it, it's, uh, it's, you know, I think you'll find you're at the convention. Friday is always a bit quieter. And mm -hmm. you're there Friday, you have a great time, usually up late. There may be some drinking involved. And then you come down on Saturday morning and it's like everything's been raised a notch because there mm -hmm. there's, there's the people that can't make it on Friday and Saturday morning. There's that many more people there and that much even more going on. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if, if, if someone was thinking about going but could only go for one day, I guess Saturday would be the day that that would be the most recommended to go to. I would think Saturday. I mean, that's uh, if if I go. No, we're I... recording Podshop on Sunday, so we're going to say Sunday. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe we can uh, swing the vote with booth people. I think. I think that honestly, though, I mean, I think if you're local, if you're if you're in the Los Angeles area and you can only come out for a day, I wouldn't say don't come just because you can't come on for on Saturday. Uh, take a look at the schedule online and see which uh, which mm -hmm. date might appeal to you the most, but. You know what? Any of the three days, because all of the three days have a full day of stuff. I mean, I had a friend from Toronto who went down. He could only go to one day last year, and he went to Friday, and he still enjoyed himself. He mm. was in Angeles uh, on another for another reason, and uh, mm. he was able to come by for one day, and and that was Friday. That that was fine. Yeah, because I guess it really is. I mean, there's just a, a full schedule, so you'll be able to find something. Um, on each day that you would definitely enjoy and would like to go to maybe even several things conflicting. I mean, cause it, it, I guess it can be quite a task to, to decide with your, with your little highlighter, what you would like to, to go to and, and what the things that you'd, you just sadly going to have to miss out on. So. And I know Sean's been working hard juggling that schedule. Uh, the tentative schedule has changed uh, quite a few times and it seems to be as, as firm as it's going to be until the day. Uh, I know that at one point, uh, all of my, all of the panels that I was speaking on were on against things that I wanted to watch. And uh, I didn't complain. I thought, oh, that's how it's going to be. But then uh, miraculously, Sean reorganized the schedule. And now, uh, now all the times I'm speaking are not against anything I want to watch. Uh, but it means there's, I, mean, I know I keep repeating myself, but there, there really is, I mean, there's always something to do. And, and because there is a certain amount of, uh, non-Doctor Who programming. 
why somebody would be interested in something that's not Doctor Who, I personally don't understand. But mm. uh, you know, the, the, they, they try to space it out so that if, if you are interested in something that's not Doctor Who, there'll be one thing to do in a given hour that, uh, that, 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 that's not Doctor Who. Yeah, because I mean, this this stuff there on like Star Trek, um, Battlestar Galactica, and uh, Buffy. Yeah, if I remember rightly, I mean, I can kind of understand it that the kind of Torchwood and I don't know Sarah Jane or Blake Seven sort of, um, you, you know, as a Doctor Who fan, yeah. those would be immediately accessible to you. But you know, I guess the Star Trek stuff, and maybe they just shove that in there. Um, for a bit of a break, maybe it's a case of you could you can get too much Doctor Who. I don't know. I, I, from what I understand, a lot of those uh, those Ida those 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 panels uh, those events are quite popular. Uh, I know the Battlestar Galactica. I think there's a lot of Doctor Who people who like Battlestar Galactica and perhaps vice versa. Mm. So so that tends to be quite busy. It's not it's not something that uh, I'd say was you know, stuck in there uh, just to, to fill time. I mean they're they're quite popular. Uh, mm. And and uh, but if if that if if you're like me and that doesn't really interest you, no, don't worry. There's it's they're not going to have four of those panels on at the same time, and then suddenly there's no uh, no Doctor Who on. Mm-hmm. Uh, about the closest I can see is you know there's a time when there's a few interesting things happening. There's, I think there's also some science programming, some astronomy and science programming this year that sounds quite interesting. Yeah, and uh, that's cool. Um, there's uh with uh you can see right here that there's uh one uh, one item on the schedule that has somebody from uh from jpl talking about the cassini mission so that that, that actually sounds quite cool and something i'd like to see uh and uh yeah the the, the only time that i can see that, that it gets sort of a little thin on the doctor who is when they have uh the, the is there uh is there such a thing as too much doctor who panel and ah they even have they even have such a panel right yeah and it's those if for for me personally, it's those kinds of panels that are the the highlight for me of of Gallifrey every year. It's those fan I call them fan panels, but fan you know, nobody on the, everybody on there is a fan, but everybody on there is also a professional uh, who mm. works on Doctor Who in some capacity for that that particular panel. Those panels are are what I go to Gallifrey for. If if there's any if I had to pick one thing out of the schedule. Uh, it's it's uh, no offense to to any of the guests or or the main room stuff. It's the you know where you get together with other like-minded people and discuss Doctor Who. Mm. And uh, I know I'm doing I'm going to be doing one of those panels with uh, with Ken and Lewis on the on the Sunday talking about uh, podcasting and torrenting and all that kind of uh, thing. Some yes. of it naughty, some yeah. of it not. And, uh, and, you know, some of those, some of those, I mean, you get to generate some pretty, uh, exciting and heated discussions at times. I can imagine. Yeah. Some of those panels. Well, I know for some people going to Gallifrey, this is not, Gallifrey is just, um, going to be part of their Doctor Who experience because, um, the day after the Gallifrey, uh, event, there's the sea cruise, which, um, in the past we've interviewed Dan Harris, who organizes the sea cruise. He's going to actually be, um, appearing Saturday morning on a meet-and-greet session for the Sea Cruise. And for those who aren't familiar with it, it's, um, as the name implies, it's, a, it's an actual cruise that is um, leaving California and going to Mexico. And it's, a, it's, a, um, it's I believe, it's a five-day um, cruise, if I'm not mistaken. And it's the day after Ga- the Gallifrey Convention. And the guests include from, and, and some of these guests are right from Gallifrey, um, which is uh, Sylvester McCoy and Sophie Aldrad. 
joining them will be Eric Roberts um, from again from the Paul McGann movie and Eliza Roberts as well, which I believe is his wife. And um, so it's for those that are. I mean, we're not doing the sea cruise, but I, I think that's going to be a, a real um, spectacular Doctor Who vacation for people who are planning that 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 block of um, you know um, time to um, take full advantage of this. I think they may not have updated all the all of their uh, publicity for the cruise because I I don't believe Eric Roberts is, is going to be able to make it this. Oh, this okay, year. all right. I, I'm actually I'm I'm going by um, an email that Dan had sent me a little bit more than a month ago, oh, maybe two months ago. So yeah, okay, I I believe what's happened is that Eric, for uh, you know, due to work commitments, he is a guy that works a lot. He, he and his wife won't be able to make it. Uh, but John Levine is now going to be oh, okay. uh, on the cruise. I should have checked the website first. It's sci-fi-cruise.com. Um, at least it was. I'm getting a an error <laughs> message. Unless that's changed as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they need to get uh, more up-to-date information out to people, I think. Yeah, all right. Well, um, we'll, we'll get that up on our website. And, and, and uh, I, I do want to get a quick plug-in uh, for a friend of mine. Uh, speaking of, uh, of other events, this, this isn't happening until later in the year, but they, they will have a meet-and-greet at, at Gallifrey and that's the Hurricane Who convention. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Jared, our friend Jared Cooper in Florida is uh, trying to get a, a new Doctor Who convention off the ground oh. in Florida. And there hasn't been a Doctor Who convention, like a full-fledged convention in Florida since 1990, I think. Oh, and, and when will this be taking place? This, um, this is uh, um, the, 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 the convention. The convention. Is, is October 2008. Okay. I don't have an exact date yet. And at 4 o'clock on the Sunday... Uh, Jared's going to have a meet and greet at Gallifrey, if people, you know, so people can come out and, uh, and and learn more and ask some questions. And uh, just in in this day and age, when you consider that you know, United Fan Con and Chicago Tardis and Gallifrey, I mean, uh, Chicago Tardis sort of there was a year where there was no visions, and then Chicago Tardis came out of, out of that. Uh, although it's a different organizer, mm-hmm. uh, everything that we everything that's going has a has a past. That goes back 15 to 20 years, and here's somebody doing something uh, brand new, and I think that's uh, that's terrific. Uh, especially if Florida used to be a location where there were so many Doctor Who conventions back in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I mean, that would be great. I mean, it's easy to lure guests from from um, from the UK down to Florida for a convention. Yeah, you don't have to twist their arm. Uh, <laughs> I mean, weather-wise, you know, especially in the winter months. Well, yeah, and, and indeed, Florida, I think, um, next to New York, is uh, probably the most popular destination in the U.S. for, for Brits anyway. Um, you know, most British people, if, you, if you're single or, you know, if you're just a couple, chances are you'll go to New York. And if you're a family, you'll go to Florida. So, oh, yeah. you know, it's it, it makes complete sense to have it down there, I think. And um, I've been to Florida a few times. It's a nice little, nice state, and I'd like to go there again. So, um you know, maybe if it becomes a regular thing, you'll you'll find me there in Florida for a year. Yeah, and it's uh, certain. And uh, and, and I, I gotta say, I was uh, the last the last ever Doctor Who convention in Florida was was actually cancelled, and that was the 1991 Omnicon. And I, I went to that convention, except they cancelled it so late in the day that I, you know, I'd already bought bought my airline tickets and booked my hotel, and there was uh, there was. Supposed to be Tom Baker and Sylvester McCoy, and it didn't happen. And there was nothing more depressing than being uh, 
And I, I did manage to change over to another hotel, but <laughs> being in the city where the convention is supposed to take place, being at the convention hotel, walking past it, and, and there's no convention happening. Yeah, that is so, quite terrible, I guess. So I'll say for me, this is uh, 17, <laughs> was it seven, yes, after 17 years, finally, maybe I'll get that convention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be uh, very, very cool, I think. Um, yeah. And, and speaking of very, very cool, I see they're doing live commentaries. You know, many of the authors are there, so uh, they're doing a, Stephen Moffat and um, Arnold T. Bloomberg are doing a live commentary for Blink. And then um, later that day, this is Saturday, by the way, and uh, later that day there's um, Human Nature and the Family Blood with live commentary by Paul Cornell and Caroline yep. Sim- Simcox, which um, yep. I, I think would be really interesting to hear live commentary. It's yeah, they're doing it for several different things, I yeah. think. Not... Uh, uh, and again, um, I don't know if we were recording at the time we were speaking earlier um, about Torchwood, the sleeper episode, that um, uh, James Moran and, and Scott Armstrong were doing a um, commentary for that. But you don't Sunday. want to go to that, because that, that, that's on against the podcast. Yeah, show. well, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Not everyone's going to go to... Well, yeah. We're Everyone gonna... will. Come on, all of our <laughs> listeners will. Everyone who's <laughs> listening to this, come on. Okay, all right. uh, you know, well, even should... I would want to be there, but suddenly can't. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the 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 live commentaries can be uh, a lot of fun. I've I've I saw Paul Cornell at Gallifrey do a live commentary for Father's Day, which 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 was really nice. Uh, there's also those are the the writers, the the actors will be doing some live commentaries as well in the main room, with uh, Sylvester McCoy, Sophie Aldred, Andrew Cartmel, and Gary Russell doing a live commentary for Dragonfire. Oh, okay, is, cool. Is the main one, and uh, and you know sometimes um, these these can be quite good. I saw Peter Purvis do a live commentary at a convention, and he hadn't seen. Uh, he was doing the uh, the gunfighters, and going into it, it was it was quite funny because he was very negative and he couldn't. And uh, I'll say oh, Peter Purvis played uh, Stephen Taylor uh, in in the William Hartnell era for for people that uh, that are familiar with him, and and the the doing the live commentary changed his opinion on the episodes. He came into the episodes hating them, and uh, he finished uh, remembering how much fun it was and thought it was terrific. So, really? Hearing yeah. that happen, uh, happen live it was a lot of fun. <laughs> well, um, speaking of like, schedule conflicts, you know, what, what I just ran into before, maybe we should, we should kind of just uh, do a quick rundown on the panels that, uh, that us here at Dr. Parshock will be appearing in and... If I'm not mistaken, that's going to be starting on uh, Friday at 4 p.m. with Wither R- RTD, Russell T. Davies, what Davies has brought to Doctor Who, which uh, both myself and Ken will be appearing on, along with um, Graham Burke and Lars per- Pearson. Yeah, uh, Graham's, uh, Graham's a good friend of mine. He edits uh, Dwin's magazine Enlightenment. Oh, okay. And uh, Lars Pearson runs Mad Norwegian Press, who do... Uh, um, a lot of Doctor Who spin-off books. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, they do, do some program guides. They, they did do the Faction Paradox books, and uh, so they get, they get a lot of stuff that they do. So, of course, we'll encourage everyone to uh, join us there. And then on the next day, Saturday, um, uh, appearing against the Blink commentary is um, anticipating, anticipating Star Trek with Ken Deep, as, along with... Um, <laughs> we. <Whee! laughs> Ken, I never knew you were such a big Trek fan. Okay. A- anticipating the new Trek or not anticipating <laughs> the new Trek, it should be called. With um, with um, 
Arnstar and Jill Shuren and Lee uh, Whiteside. And then I think the next time we are appearing on a panel, well, it's not really a panel, we're doing Mike, myself, and Ken will be doing Doctor Who Pontchak at 11 a.m. on Sunday. Wait, so, what's that all about? Don't know, some, you know, I think it's um, some Wayne's World type of thing. You guys will be giving me a wake-up call, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to be giving us a wake-up call. <laughs> oh, Podchuck, that's like the thing in Spinal Tap, right? When they couldn't get themselves out of those pods? Yes, yeah, you got it. And um, I, I think that wraps it up, unless I'm missing something. No, no, we're, we got one more, and that's the, uh, well, one more that uh, that you guys are on. Oh, yes, yes, the, that's uh, right, the broadcasting, podcasting, and the turns of doom with, um, with, well, Mike, you're on it as well, with um, Mike, myself, Ken, along with Nick Johnson and Benjamin Elliott, and Lars Pearson as well. Yeah, uh, ben, ben, Benjamin Elliott, uh, he's the man behind This Week in Doctor Who, that uh, you know, the oh, internet okay. newsletter. Sure. That, uh, mm -hmm. Thousands of people know who Benjamin, I'm sure know who Benjamin Elliott is from, from all the work he does with This Week in Doctor Who, so... And I'll, if I could give a quick plug, I'm also I'm also on a panel on yes. Friday. I'm uh, sorry, I missed it. I'm... That, 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 that's okay. <laughs> and that's why we got a plan ahead. The care and feeding of Doctor Who fandom. It's uh, myself it with Paul Cornell, Tara O'Shea, and Stephanie Bloomberg. Um, it was a follow up to a panel uh, panel did a couple years ago. So it's uh, gonna be interesting to see. We were talking about two years ago. It was about. How uh, how Doctor Who fandom might be changing with the influx of new people, and uh, well, we'll see how it see how we all think it is uh, has fared after two years of uh, two more years of new Who. Mm -hmm. Outside of the panels that we're appearing on, it, it's we do encourage you to check the schedule out. It's jam packed. Every you know, you know, every half hour, every hour is is something going on. Uh, please do check it out. There's going to be some. I'm guessing maybe some last-minute additions, perhaps. Um, but check out the schedule, and as Mike said, bring you know, print it out and and, and get a highlighter, and then um, just you know, pick what you want to be at, and, and you know, this way you don't miss out on anything. Because lots of yeah. stuff is going on. And uh, and take a look at the schedule and see see some of the panelists like that. Uh, is there is there such a thing as too much Doctor Who? I'm looking at Gary Russell, Rob Sherman, Stephen Moffat, and uh, you know, and, and and some others, and and I mean some quality people on uh, on these panels on those panels not our panels of course but on, on their <laughs> on the on those panels so and then um as we've kind of been soliciting in our forums if um we're going to try to you know uh, of course there's always the pub in the bar and uh, maybe yay find us <laughs> there after hours but um maybe we can orchestrate some sort of gathering uh for our listeners and um something to do um, outside of the convention hours and uh, that's still kind of in the works. We're kind of making this up as we go, I think. Well, why not? It's the best way. Sometimes spontaneity uh, is all good. Yeah, so in addition to the panels and the guests that are appearing there and speaking, there's going to be a dealer's room. And the dealer's room is, um, I, I believe, it's all three days or is it just Saturday and Sunday? Well, no, it's all three days. In fact, it's the I think it's the first thing that opens. Okay. It, it opens uh, right at noon on the 
is, on the, 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 the Friday. Is it sponsored by the Tenth Planet, or are they going to have various dealers there? Um, Tenth Planet is is certainly one of the prominent dealers in uh-huh. the room, but they're not by no means are they the only dealer. Mm-hmm. There is, uh, and I know Sean, Sean's always proud that there's a, a, a mix of of things in the Gallifrey dealers room. So it's not all Doctor Who. Uh, there are there are other science fiction. Uh, 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 products, Material, endeavors, yeah. you know, different uh-huh. different things. Um, right. Again, I'm I'm fairly puritanical, so I, I don't can't always <laughs> account for what all those things are, but they are there. <laughs> and uh, then there will be a um, an art show and an auction, so or, or, um, or perhaps those are one and the same. But definitely check it out. There's the video room. Um, uh, Mike, can you fill us in on the on on these banquets? I'm. I believe those are sold out. Okay, because I didn't really see anything on the, on the website on how to to um, get in on the banquets. I, 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 they're very popular. I, I've never been to any of them myself, but uh, I, I do recall that every year on the Sunday, I will see a lineup of people booking for next year, and I think those often sell out uh, at the convention for the next year. So at some point uh, on the on the weekend, I'm sure we'll see a lineup of people booking out the 2009 banquet. Uh, yeah. So if if you want to go, you might want to try for 2009. Okay, it's well. it's that popular. So I, I <laughs> that's why you're not going to see any information about it anywhere. Yeah. Okay. Well, that so, that, that explains it all then. <laughs> it's not possible to go. And and of course, uh, you know, being a convention, uh, it wouldn't be a convention without autographs. Oh yes, and, the autographs uh, room where you will be able to get autographs of various guests that are attending the the, the, the con. That's right, and there's uh, there's autographs every day, uh, in, in that autograph room, and uh, you know pretty much uh, all of the the Doctor Who oriented guests will be signing in that autograph room, uh, and uh, that's sort of part of your convention membership. There will be uh, usually there'll be some other guests in the dealers room signing, and maybe some of the American actors or even North American actors or certainly those are all local Hollywood people. They may be signing in the dealer's room and there, there may be a charge for that or some, you know, however that, you know, they, they work it for, for their individual table. I'm sure a lot of people have been to conventions and uh, certainly where a lot of signing goes on. Whereas the, uh, in my experience, everything in the main autograph room, that's all included as part of your membership. So once you, you register for the convention, you want to get Sylvester McCoy's autograph, you're not going to have to pay again to get Sylvester McCoy's autograph. I'm sure some people are familiar with going to conventions where you go and you, you pay to get in, but then you have to pay for every autograph you want on top of that. And and that is not the case uh, generally with Doctor Who guests at, mm-hmm. at, at, at this convention. Well, and we are very appreciative of that. All right. Well, I think that's, um, you know, and uh, I don't know if it's anything I'm missing out on, Mike, is... Um, no, no, I don't think so. I mean, we could go on and on, but uh, I think we've covered everything as as best as we can without uh, without uh, repeating ourselves. Yes. Oddly enough, yeah. Except, except for to say Sunday, eleven a.m. Podshock recording. <laughs> so well, there you go. In addition to that, uh, Ken and I and, and Mike as well will be there recording uh, segments for um, that will be heard in future Doctor Who Podshocks, and plus the day of, we're going to try to get some live. Re- well, it won't be live. But it will be quasi live, or you know, semi-live, uh, semi-live. Yeah. We're going to try to get you know expedite some little aftershock episodes and get those out at the con- you know during the convention and post it up on our website and um, you know so you'll be able to um, get get a feel of what's going on 
that weekend while we're there. And um, so we got lots of stuff to look forward to, Some um, and it, it should be fun. So we do encourage you to, um, you know, again, if you can be part of the show, to, to be there, of course. And um, if not this year, then there's going to – well, we you know, hasn't been announced yet, but we can hope and expect that there'll be a um, – Gallifrey 20th anniversary convention. Oh, that would be spectacular. Yeah, because I definitely want to be there. It's a shame that I can't be here this year with you guys. Uh, but next year, for definite, it will happen. And we have a few plans in the pipeline for other conventions in the U.S. that later on in the year that maybe I can appear alongside Lewis and Ken or other members of Podshop. Well, it's really, 2000 look, two, 2000 look, 2008 is looking up uh, on the convention front, and in particular for Doctor Who, in addition to Gallifrey and TARDIS and United FanCon, the ones that, that have come to be a staple here in the United States, um, where they're launching JumpCon, and as Mike pointed out, there's Hurricane Who is the one in, in Florida that uh, are, are we're, we're giving birth to a few new conventions this year. That should be pretty cool. Yes, yeah. And James, we're we're, we're giving birth? Going, James, of course, <laughs> is going to Who in the Cavern uh, yep. later this year. And That's... Lewis and I will be making our annual pilgrimage to Icon uh, in, at Stu- SUNY Stony Brook. Perhaps, perhaps. Yeah, well. <laughs> they still haven't the... announced any guests yet. Well, at least no Doctor Who guests other than, other than um, possibly Doctor Who Pachuk being recorded there. I... Well, possibly, definitely. We've done it there the past few years, so damn well, it. We don't, we don't say anything until the thing goes up on the website because we never know. <laughs> yeah, they only know I... we're coming for 365 days, but somehow we only get up, put up on the website like the week before. Oh, we, meanwhile, all the other information, I guess, are already there. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, like we say, it's a shame that we couldn't get Sean Lyon on on here but uh hopefully next time maybe we can do an interview with him later on and shove it somewhere into the show or uh, have it as a separate aftershock that would be quite cool just to get his take on what's going on because uh thank you ever so much mike uh, for being on board and, and giving us kind of a little bit of an yes insight mike we're looking forward to meeting up well, absolutely meet meet, uh, meet a couple of you guys for the first time sure yeah, actually, well, I, I, it makes it sound like I've met uh, met James, but no, I mean, meet any of you for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> if only next year, next year. And what we'll also do is um, we're we're going to insert into uh, this podcast a, a review of Gallifrey 18 by Travis Valente, who's uh, one of our um, longtime listeners and contributor to um, some of our live shows, um, at least in, in in the feedback sense. So uh, we've. Um, this kind of will give you a little taste of what Gallifrey is about by uh, his review of last year's show. And, uh, yeah, just so, as a reminder, sort of, so to speak. And... Live from the street outside my apartment, it's the Travis Valenti review of Gallifrey 18. Well, hi, Podshot guy. This is Travis Valenti, and I did make it down to Gallifrey 18 this year. And this is my mini-review of the Saturday event, as I only went to Saturday, of course. Now, we got a little sidetracked and lost on the way there, so we were a little bit late. But no one's going to tell anybody, right? Anyway, look, 
we got there, and we were there at 11 o'clock to get the pictures, and I did wear my podcast shirt. So I sent it in. Anyway, during the line, there was a, an interesting people, a couple of people in front of us who had a Colin Baker doll, and the Colin Baker doll looked just like Colin Baker. That's the sixth doctor. And they got a picture with him. Only I wish I had a picture with him, too. But I didn't. I just got the group picture. And it was cool, though. I sent a picture in of that doll. Now, we first the first panel I went to was the Lost in Space panel, but unfortunately only two of the guests arrived. <coughs> and... Their panel was rather interesting, talking about how they were like, as the child actors, and Bill Mummy would talk about the Babylon 5, which I honestly have never actually seen. So I mean to someday, but who knows when that will be. As I'm sure my library of videos and DVDs are as large as the rest of the people watching things out there. Now, uh... The next panel I watched was the Eric Roberts channel. And like Mike mentioned in Podshot 69, it was very interesting. So I'll leave the details to those that want to watch that episode. After which I spent about an hour and a half or two hours roaming around the dealer's room and going outside to eat lunch. Whereas I did pop into the uh, I believe her name is Caroline, or the, well, the Liz Shaw actress. I apologize for not knowing her exact name off the top of my head. Um, but I didn't really catch it. I was only in there for about five minutes or so just to snake, take a snapshot real quick. After which we went, <coughs> pardon me, we went to the, uh, oh, the John Levine panel with the the master of the Davaros and you know Sergeant Benton and he was a last the whole three of them with you know good chemistry I guess and whatnot they kind of joked off each other so it seemed like John Levine was kind of leading the show after that it was Alan Baker and his channel was quite interesting as well and after and that was pretty much it after which we Packed our bags and went away. Didn't have much more money left, so we figured we'd better drive home. The only thing I wish I regret is that I didn't get to stay for the <coughs> the play that was gone, but my brother didn't want to stay the rest of the night just to see it. Now, that's about it with the review. Now, I did have a few things I would like to request because I did watch episode 69 and if you guys are serious about your podcast next year try and schedule it for Saturday because I may only end up going on a Saturday and that would be quite interesting to meet you guys as well and oh and I was kind of disappointed there wasn't a podcast thing this year either as apparently you guys said it was cancelled or something I was looking around for it so I did get asked by a couple of people who were about the Podshock shirt. They actually thought I was one of you or something. Uh, I kept telling them, no, uh, that's not me. 
but they 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 must have knew that Mike was there somewhere representing him. They because they thought I was him or somebody. Anyway, that's my review and uh, keep up the good work. Maybe I'll call in again someday, and maybe it won't be a year in between. Thank you guys. Goodbye. Thank you, Travis, for that. Yeah. And he should be, I think he's attending this year as well, so we'll get to meet Travis in person, uh, as as well as you, the, our, the listeners that are going there this year. Yeah, sitting there by the fireside with your slippers. On the uh, Gallifrey Embassy message boards, there's a roll call for Gallifrey 2008, so we know who we know who we can expect and who we're not expecting, actually. So. <laughs> We know think, who you are. <laughs> the thing about Gallifrey, or I guess indeed any convention you go to every year, is you meet more people every year, and it's harder to not go. It's it's hard to pull away from these things now, you know, because you you make you make more and more and more friends. Every it's year. it's sort of like the mob. <laughs> <laughs> they don't they don't make me go. <laughs> I want to go. <laughs> and hang out in the bar and and the pool. I mean, that's that's those, those things don't hurt. You know, Toronto, Toronto to Los Angeles in February doesn't hurt at all. Yes, yes. All right. Well, um, I think that that will wrap up the show. And uh, once again, as as James said, if we can get Sean, uh, we'll insert him in this show as well. And uh, you know, we're sorry that Sean couldn't be here with us. He was um, technical problems prevented him from being here. And um, we're looking forward to uh, Gallifrey and. Um, by the time you listen to this, probably uh, within the week. So it's um, it should be you know. And again, if you can make it, please go. Um, if not, please keep listening to Doctor Upachak. We'll give you reports and um, try to make it like as because we realize not everyone can attend. It's you know you have to travel and expense or whatever work schedules yada yada yada. So we'll try to bring the convention to you the best we can. Yeah, and I'm and I will be uh, reporting. I'll be updating and reporting uh, from the convention on our MySpace page. That'll be my uh, my duties that weekend. Uh, well, I just it. had said that we were going to be trying to do some aftershocks from and, and posting. We'll be that doing that well. too. Yes, we'll be doing it all. We'll be doing it all. How rude! <laughs> <laughs> we'll be doing it all without James. Well, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. If we can get some, you know, there's going to be some internet access. We'll see how that is. Maybe we can get James. Uh, virtually there or, or something. I would love to be there. I would really. And if you could even get, hook up a projector or something, you know, maybe you can even see me and I can... What is know, thy bidding, well, my master? Exactly. Uh, see me as well as me. From what, I, I, from what I'm told, I don't think there's um, going to be... From where we're doing the live show there, I, the, the live recording Dr. Upachak, I don't know if that's going to be possible. From what I told, the, there's really, like, limited internet access at that point in that section of the hotel uh but if the hotel is well equipped with broadband and we're able to punch a hole out to the uk uh we can do segments uh maybe um even something on um one of the evenings uh, do a impromptu talk show thing or something and um you know and, and we can get some feedback from everyone else so i don't know we'll, we'll, we'll see what we can do you'll just have yeah. to frequent the website uh, on a timely basis over the course of the weekend to see yes. what pops up because yeah. the, the announcements will probably be very last minute as everything is being done on the fly. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Well, thank you, gentlemen. It's been an interesting show. It's um, we're all looking forward to the convention, and um, so thank you once again, everyone. Yes, indeed. Cheers, guys. Until Cheers, next everybody. Time. See you at Gallifrey. Gallifrey or bus. See you in a few days. <laughs> <laughs> been listening to Doctor Who Podshock by the fan run GallifreyandEmbassy.org and presented by Outpost Gallifrey. Doctor Who is owned and trademarked by the BBC. Doctor Who Podshock is not affiliated with the BBC in any way. Come back next week for another exciting and informative episode of Doctor Who Podshock. You can email us at feedback at podshock.net Yeah, yeah, I am. A fan. Yeah. What? Level 10 now. This is bad. Two minutes to Belgium. What do you mean a fan? I'm not just a fan, I'm you. Okay, you're my biggest fan. Look, it's perfectly understandable. I go zooming around space and time, saving planets, fighting monsters and being, well, let's be honest, pretty sort of marvellous. So naturally, now and then, people notice me. Start up their little groups. That Lindelot. Are you one of them? How did you get in here? Can't have you lot knowing where I live. Listen to me, I'm you. I'm you with a new face. Check out this bone structure, Doctor, because one day you're going to be shaving it. The cluster bell.